name is Inigo Montoya. Hello, Marion. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. What's your job, Marlo? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And all forms the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd of Me podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're talking about after-school television back in the 80s. How wonderful. We're continuing our back-to-school episodes, I see. Uh, yeah. We might have <laughs> one more. We might have one more in the bank. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, I, I did watch uh, um, Better Off Dead. Oh, as, okay. As you recommended in the last show. And? And I will curse you off the air. <laughs> make me watch a stupid show. Anyway, all right, that's besides the point. Let's let's get right, into you, what you we're gotta, talking you gotta, about. You gotta, well, all right, you have to think of thirteen-year-old Alan watching that. You know, from that point of view, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. But as an adult, it was. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, it's really stupid. Silly, it, it's but... it, it's stupid funny. Yeah, it's good. yeah, it's good. All right, good recommend. Okay, eighties cartoons after school, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, we're talking about. You know, you and I grew up in the uh, New York metro area, mm-hmm. um, and there were two major channels that we watched after we came home from school. So you figured we'd get home from school between 3, 3.30, and, you know, assuming you didn't have any uh, activities after school. And, uh, yeah, we put on either WPIX Channel 11 or WNEW Channel 5. Oh, yes, sir. Right. And uh, we'd have our favorite cartoons and TV shows would be on five days a week. What would you say were the top shows I mean, the top, like, they stand out high, head and shoulders above the rest. Well, obviously, at least for us, because we did separate shows on them, we'd have to say G.I. Joe and Transformers. Absolutely. I mean, Uh, those were the juggernauts. And I think, were they back-to-back shows, too? I feel like maybe Jem was in between them. Okay. Because I I feel like, I, I don't know, for some reason I remember, like, being like, ugh. Like, I have to sit through, a, sit through a girl's cartoon to, to watch <laughs> to get to the next one. I like uh, Jim. I don't know why I like Jim. I, you know, I had these things about Jim and, and My Little Pony. I really thought they were really supposed to be girls' cartoons that I wouldn't, wouldn't I'd be like, ugh. So. Okay. Yeah. Fair uh, yeah, but I feel like, I, I, I don't know, for some reason I remember what, like thinking Jim came in between them. I could <laughs> be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> and I remember one time you mentioned you weren't a big fan of Thundercats. No, I wasn't. And it was a huge show. Like, I was a little shocked at how huge it was. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, Thundercats was also on Channel 5. I was very much more a Channel 11 WPIX kid. Right. I mean, I watched I watched stuff on Channel 5, um, but not G.I. Joe Transformers were on WPIX. So that's where I, where I sat. Voltron was on Channel 5, though, so it could get a little, uh, little hairy. <laughs> <laughs> Those were great shows, especially like the ones that you just mentioned. I mean, how it tied in with toys also. I remember Voltron was this. Did you ever have the Voltron toy, like the, the five lines and stuff? No, I'll tell you this. My my uh, my, my aunt went to the Philippines and, and you know, uh, we had family there and she came back and she brought a whole bunch of stuff back and she brought like toys. Right. And I thought they were for us. I To this day, I still don't know who they were for. But she, and for us, I mean, my you know, me and my cousins and my brothers and stuff. Um, but she she brought back all these toys, and I remember they would be in her in her bedroom, and, and we had the passcode to her garage, and she had this awesome Voltron lion set from wherever. But she bought it in the Philippines. Okay. But it, it was made of metal. It wasn't like metal or anything. It was, I guess, the Japanese version. Okay. But it was it was a huge playset. And had all five lines, and it had firing rockets, and it was meta- it was made of metal, and you know uh, the ba- the main bodies were metal, and uh, you know the tails were plastic and stuff, and they could transform, you know, they could be in lion mode, and they could transform and connect. This toy was incredible, and I would go over there sometimes um, and play with it, and then I'd have to like try to put it back in the box like properly, or else I'd get in trouble because you <laughs> know I was playing with it. I don't know whatever happened to that thing. I don't know whoever got it. But I was like, I, to this day, I should ask her, like, why didn't you just give that to us? Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was, it, it was so awesome. It, it, I mean, 
compared to what they made of what Mattel wound up making over here, as opposed to what they had over, I'm assuming Japan, right. or, uh, it was insane. It was insane. It was to this day, it's probably one of the best toys I've ever played with. Holy cow! And you never owned yeah, so, it. So, so I never owned it, right? No, it's okay. And but Voltron, if you remember Voltron, there were three different. Voltron was a little bit like Robotech because they took three different cartoons and they made them into one. Three. Because I only know of the two: the lines and the vehicles. Lines and vehicles. Oh, you know what? There was a third one, um, but they never made. They were supposed to make it into a cartoon because the car one didn't do so well. I think they didn't do it, and I forgot what they were. I think they were supposed to be made up of like ro- like just robots. Oh, that's it. So robots turning into appendages. Into a bigger robot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Um. No yeah, way. I think I saw it on the uh, that Netflix show. I think I got this information from. Oh, really? Well, was, was Voltron on that one? The toys. Oh, the Netflix no, show. No. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I must. So. I must watch. I watched the documentary on Saturday morning cartoons. I know that's. I got that from somewhere. The Voltron thing. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the ones that but had anyway. the multiple vehicles. That was pretty lame. It was too many. It, yeah, it was fifteen cars. Yeah, it's too much. Too many people to keep track of. Yeah, it really was, and they were like kind of models of the of the like there were there were teams, right? Right. And each team was kind of like the Voltron Lion team anyway. They had the fat guy, they had the the androgynous little guy that right. either couldn't speak or or spoke a weird language or something like that, and sure. um, they had a princess, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then and two uh, two leading men or whatever on it. So well, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so let me ask you this. When you when you would come home from school, did you have a routine? Um, you mean uh watching show wise? Uh I remember well, yeah, I, I remember go I like I do remember looking forward to going home because I was really anxious to watch all these shows. Uh you know, like like you mentioned before Voltron, all those guys, those big ones were super popular um i wouldn't say i had a routine i knew i know i had to watch the cartoons and i wouldn't do my homework or at least i would open up the oh this here's my style i remember doing this i remember setting up my desk opening up my homework like opening up all the books watching tv but not doing my homework you know but when my dad would come home i shut the tv off and everything would be set you know like <laughs> the, the books open the lamps on and all that stuff and i can hear my dad's car i swear like a block away <laughs> so that was I mean I would say that's my routine that's funny yeah now when, when I used to come home um, at one point we had I had two ants living uh, under underneath us and I had issues with homework so uh, they instituted a sit at their kitchen table and do my homework and I couldn't move from the table until I finished my homework and no TV well, and that was to- oh yeah absolutely and that was torture oh dude <laughs> that was torture you had to do this right when you got home as soon as I got home. Yep. Wow. So you had to like really do your homework quick to catch all these episodes. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like that. I mean, they lived with I, I couldn't tell you how long they lived with us, but um, it wasn't. Um, no, there are times I just, well, when we, when we moved to the sub, when we moved out of Jersey City, I was able to just come home, <laughs> throw, my, throw my book bag on the couch and just sit in front of the TV. Yeah. All right. Yep. There you go. Well, you know, as the years went on, I mean, the show those shows kind of like evolved too. I mean, we got, I mean, the channels itself, other big ones I remember that, I mean, really, really remember was, um, DuckTales. Remember that one? And then that could yeah, Duck- was that nineties already DuckTales? Or is that DuckTales started in the late eighties? We were definitely in high school Yeah. and it kind of, you know, morphed into the nineties. And I know we talked about this before because we might do a separate episode on nineties after school. And the funny thing is we were in college, but we were still yeah. kind of watching after school TV and, and cartoons. Uh, but DuckTales started in the late 80s and, and, and moved on into the 90s um, when you got um, – it was DuckTales, I think, and Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers or Tailspin. Yeah, I think it was – it almost Actually, like it might have been a... Tailspin first. Oh, probably. It seemed like there was a hodgepodge of – because I remember like there was a Scrooge McDuck stuff. It just seemed like Disney had this – like it was almost like a variety show of different kinds of stories, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah. Because there was there like were, a Darkwing Duck too. Yeah, there was a there, well, there was Tailspin, Ducktales, Darkwing Duck, and Chippendales Rescue Rangers. It was like a Disney afternoon they were doing. Okay, um, there you go. I don't remember which channel it was on, but yeah, those were. I, I think I, at some point, I I think Chippendale was like my least favorite, but I would sit through it. Right. Um, Darkwing Duck. Because, well, see, now we're drifting into the nineties, dude. Um, 
the Darkwing Duck out of those four was probably my favorite. You know what I like about Chippendales? The Chippendale, I can't remember who was who, but one of them was dressed up as Indiana Jones. Yeah. The other, the other guy was dressed up as Magnum P.I. I always liked Oh, that. yeah. He had the Hawaiian shirt. That's all he had on, a Hawaiian shirt. And yeah, that's all he had on. A little no bomber pants. jacket and, right. um, and a hat. And the hat. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, you know, I'm just thinking about the, the shows that you just mentioned, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Thundercats, Voltron. They had some pretty epic intro music. Yeah, they had some. Well, yeah, He-Man. He-Man had Well, the, He-Man, G.I. Joe, they, they talked about, uh, you know, they give you the background of the, of the story, the, 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 the intros. Um, Thundercats, not really. Thundercats had a great score, but it was just like, Thundercats are on the loose. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. It was intense. Uh, yeah, it really was. It's a great intro. It is, yeah. I remember just turning up the volume and dancing around. And, you know, He-Man, it started off with, uh, like, a bunch of, like, chimes. And I think it said Filmation, I think, before it starts. And it goes, He-Man. And then yeah. it starts. And the masters of the universe. You're like, holy crap, who are these guys? <laughs> They're huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and... There were some epic um, uh, theme songs for all of these shows. Even Jem had a good theme song. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. She's truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I like that show. That was pretty good. Um, have you tried watching any of these shows today? Uh, that's funny you said that because I um, there's this uh, app called Tubi. Okay. T-U-B-I. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this September, like when you know, every month they, they, they roll out new stuff. Um, and it, there's stuff you can buy, but there's stuff they have on for free. And they have, um, they just put out G.I. Joe. Oh, no kidding. And I've been watching old G.I. Joe cartoons. Really? And I was like, they really, really gave a lot of airtime to the shipwreck. I dislike <laughs> shipwreck immensely. Oh, they, come on. A lot of airtime to shipwreck. Um yeah, and uh, I, I feel like... I feel Holy like, crap, they have all the episodes here. Yeah, it's Transformers there too, because I feel like last, in August, I was watching Transformers somewhere. Really? Okay. Um, Like the first episode when... Oh, man, I can't remember where. But Tubi, yeah, definitely had G.I. Joe. Uh, I was never a big Thundercats fan, and people look at me like, what? I'm like, I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. Maybe because it's such a small cast of characters. Yeah, and I always thought Lionel was kind of whiny. You know, like if you watch a show... He never, he was never the savior of the show. Like, he would do his best to fight. When he was in a jam, he'd call the, what was it, the Ivith and Nera, and all of his buddies would show up. And they'd always save his beef at the end of the show. Ivith and Nera, give me sight beyond sight. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Thunder, thunder. Well, you gotta remember, he, I mean, the thing about Lionel was he was kind of like a Shazam ripoff because he was a kid. Right. Remember, they, they were supposed to be in stasis or whatever, but for whatever reason, he, he grew to adulthood. Right, but he still had that. He still had the mentality of whatever a fifteen-year-old. Because Kit and Cat, I think, were his his age back in um, before they left Thundera. Yeah, that would suck. Can you imagine that? Yeah, yeah. I think I didn't like Thundercats, and even He Man. As much as I, I mean, I had the toys. Um, I don't know that I watched He Man. If I liked He Man that much, I can't remember. I remember watching it, but I think the issue with um, uh, Thundercats and He Man is the small cast of characters. You know, like yeah, Joe, you'd never know which. Which uh, Joes would be featured, or same thing with, with um, uh, Transformers. You know, they had such big casts. Yeah, I can't even think about any specific. Like right now, if you were to ask me, give me the synopsis of one He-Man show or Thundercats, I couldn't do it. But no. if you said GI Joe Transformers, maybe even maybe Voltron, maybe not so much. But GI Joe and Transformers, I could probably pull out a couple episodes off the top of my head. Well, even Voltron started to get boring to me because it was pretty much the same thing every episode. Yeah. You know, they'd fight um, the bad guy and then the bad guy would be losing and, and release uh, the Robo-Beast and then they can't beat the Robo-Beast so they have to form Voltron. <laughs> and then, then they fight each other and then the Robo-Beast almost gets the upper hand on Voltron and then he gets the bright idea to form Blazing Sword. <laughs> he and should lead off with half. Yeah. Freaking start off with the Blazing Sword. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> form Blazing Sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the best for and I'll form. What is it? Form. Arms and legs. Forms. Head and torso. No, what's he say? Yeah, you got it. And I'll form the head. No, he won't say head. T- he won't say head twice. Oh, right. He's form. Something and legs, right? I'll form the form. body? He says arms and torso. Okay. 
Did they say feet and legs, maybe? Forearm, feet and legs. Forearm, arms and torso. And I'll forearm the head. Do you remember him having a, a shield in the show? A shield? I know the toy had a shield. Yeah. I was like, did he have a shield? Yeah, I wonder if 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 if, the, if that team had it like, let's say they're on one side of the world and the team was on vacation in like another side of the world. Could they form Voltron? Because all their lines were like in a specific spot. Well, they'd have to be in their lines to form Voltron. Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. So they couldn't, they had to be, all the trouble they got was always in one specific place then. Well, yeah, they would always attack the castle. Because wasn't the castle like a, oh, a fortress anyway? maybe that's what it was, yeah. Jeez, whatever. It was fun though. <laughs> I dug it. It was like a, it was like a, you know, the whole thing of transforming something into something bigger was always a cool thing. Like when Transformers did it with the Constructicons. That was brilliant. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty yeah, yeah. Mass was fun. Mask was one of those to me it, it was a mix of G.I. Joe Transformers. Right. Um But yeah, that that show I tried watching that show on YouTube. Man, that that it drags. It's got major pacing issues. Well let me ask you this. Now that you know that Tubi's on um I never watched Mask, I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. Um now that you know that change was on Tube, you gotta try to watch some episodes. Uh, Transformers? Um, or G.I. Or Joe. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, I do have them on DVD. Even owning them, I don't pull them out. You know, unless I get inspired to. Yeah. Well, I tried, I tried, as an adult, I tried to watch He-Man, and that's... It's a snoozer. But, yeah, it's Well, rough. He-Man's on Netflix, I think, right? Or it was for a while. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, I, I've been able to watch G.I. Joe. I've just been kind of looking at online, like, what are the 10 best episodes and stuff, so I've just been kind of watching them. So it makes you wonder, were these shows really good or were the, oh, here you go. Here's a question for you. Were the toys better than the show? You know, does, does that having that toy, um, amplify the show or does it enhance the toys or vice versa? That's a great question. Well, because here's the thing. I can't remember having any toys that weren't related to some kind of media. You know, right. my earliest, I mean, yeah, I had toys growing up, like play schools or whatever like that. But my earliest collecting, I would say, was Star Wars toys. And obviously you had the movies for that. And then that that moved into uh, a brief stint with, with He-Man, which moved into uh, G.I. Joe's. And you know how I love my G.I. Joe's. Um, you know, I dabbled in Transformers. I owned Transformers, but I never got, like, deep into collecting them. Um and then, yeah, I think G.I. Joe was like the last toy I collected. You know, I collected those up until probably eighth grade-ish. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, after, you know, you got your five brothers yelling at you to stop playing with toys, you kind of <laughs> learn to give them up. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I that's a great question. I, I don't know how to separate the two. I, I just think in terms of looking back at now and trying to watch them, you know, we're not the target audience. You know, forty-something-year-old men are not the target audience at these shows. Right. And um, it's you know, it's almost eight to better off dead. I mean, if you had seen that when you were thirteen, I, I, I'm sure you'd look back on it now the way we do, like with fondness of how funny it was back then. But now, yeah, if you've never seen it and you're as you know, grown up, and a lot of the jokes are juvenile and stupid. You know, I mean, the the guy when when. <laughs> When he's on the mountain full of snow, he goes, do you know what the street value of this mountain is? It's a, it's a stupid <laughs> joke. You know? But it's funny when you're 13. Yeah. You know? So, so I think that's the thing about, you know, I think it's hard for us to look back at this stuff. And we always ask that when we talk about shows and stuff from the 80s. Does it hold up? Because if you look at even TV shows, they're not. I mean, I remember how hilarious I used to think Different Strokes was. And I look at it now, I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. I tried watching uh, Family Ties when we were doing those uh what do, did we do? Why did Why did I bring up Michael J. Fox one? We did a show recently on him. Didn't well, we? we did. We did back, oh, to, back the to the future. future. Yeah. Good lord! Oh no, no, no! We were doing um, one hit wonders is what okay. it was. Oh yeah, what, yeah. At that moment, right? Yeah, and then I was watching uh, like an episode of Family Ties, and it's like, whoa! I remember loving this show. I loved Family Ties, and I was like, God, this show is terrible today. Yeah, it's bad. But anyway, that's besides the point. You know, with these cartoons, what I do like about He Man Judge, I'm pretty sure these did. He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and maybe Thundercats. Didn't they all end with, like, you learn something at the end, you know? 
there was like a little side comment from He-Man talking about Orko about what they learned from the show. Didn't they do yeah. that? Yeah, I think I think well, GI Joe definitely had. Uh, maybe not specifically from the episode because there there are cartoons that would work a message into every episode, and then there was just blatant, you know, let's shoot them up and uh, blow things up, and then at the end we'll have a separate little ten second segment, you know, like GI Joe had, and now you know, oh, now you know, you know. It's half the battle, right? Um, uh, Transformers, I think Optimus and Spark, what's his name, Spike, uh-huh. the kid, I think uh, I think they kind of work their message into the show every once in a while and, and they'd have that like end conversation and i think he he man would kind of do a little bit of both where he'd have a thing with orca that was kind of like a one to grow on type thing right or or they would end the episode talking about what they learned from the episode you know hmm. if i remember correctly i can remember it totally wrong yeah no you sound that sounds right i'll give it to you oh gracias <laughs> yeah and i think well the whole thing with the 80s and the cartoons and the toys was the deregulation of um uh, there was a law up until 1980 something about uh, using like having toy cartoons or something like that. Yeah. Um, because parents were afraid it was just a half hour commercial, which it kind of was. You know, it worked on me. Yeah. Um, but I don't see the problem with it. Right. Uh, you know, we were entertained. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought that was pretty dope. So I don't know if they maybe had to work in some like X amount of, of uh, learning or something. Yeah, I think you're touching upon something. I remember reading something about it was like the Children's Te- Television Act where they had to implement something educational in it. Right. I mean, that might be how we got after school specials. You know, it was yeah. always a, a half hour movie. Or was it an hour? I forget. Um, like movie or whatever or, or short show. And it was always, there was always a lesson to be learned on the after school special. Oh, those. Oh, so John's, Jonathan's talking about these ABC after school specials. And uh, I think they were an hour long, and they were like these deep, deep topics for these for kids, you know, um, drinking and driving, alcoholism and stuff. Sex, yeah. Sex, yeah. I mean, yeah, they were like deep, alcoholic deep parents, abusive yeah. parents. Oh yeah, child abuse. I remember a, a huge one was um, they did an episode where one of the kids had AIDS and they had to go to school. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That was a big one. I think that one won awards and stuff like that. The one I well, there's two that I remember. One is called "The Boy Who Drank Too Much," and I only remember because it, it was a young Scott Bayo, and I was you know I knew him from Happy Days, mm-hmm. and he's like yeah he he drinks as a high school kid, and I think he gets into doing marijuana also. I remember yeah, that well one. that's that's the thing these high, these after school specials had these would sometimes have these kids in it that were on like primetime shows. You know, playing like a different role, like maybe like you said, Scott Baio will show up at one, maybe Ricky Schroeder will show up at another, sure, or or the kids from Mr. Belvedere, Belvedere or something like that <laughs> would show up. You know, so yeah, it was a draw. It was it was a I don't remember what time they used to be on though, but they would tackle things like running over like runaways and and drinking and like you said, drinking driving, um, parents. Um, you know, parent, no you know, divorce, also. yes, yeah. you know, stuff like that, all sorts of things. So I got a good story for you. There's one of the shows, uh, one of the episodes was called Over the Limit, and this one was about a drunk driving, uh, you know, which goes really bad. And the reason why this is interesting is because he actually filmed this show at my high school over in uh, Dumont, New Jersey. And uh, and I remember they would film after school, you know, like, you know, I think maybe it was like 3 o'clock on. And one of the big scenes I remember was in our cafeteria. And it was really neat because it was fall, so it was getting dark earlier. But they would have all these lights outside the windows, you know. So it looked like daytime inside, but it was nighttime outside. Right. And uh, so I looked up that show on IMDb, and I can't believe it. There's two big actors. Well, maybe not big actors. Decent actors. That were actually that, that I saw, but I didn't realize I saw them up until now. So one of them is Sam Rockwell. Right? Really? Yeah, Iron Man Two. He was Justin Hammer. Um, Charlie's Angels. He was Drew Barrymore's boyfriend. And, and you know what's funny? Like when I'm looking at his name, and I'm thinking as a kid, I I do remember his stupid face. And the other guy's name was Keith Kogan. He was he's not a big guy. But, a redhead, right? Yeah. He well, yeah. is he redhead? He's the one that played on. Um, Adventures of Babysitting, the kid that always had the Playboy magazine. Okay, and wasn't he in, um, wait, Adventures of Babysitting or um, Mo- Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Adventures or, of Babysitting. Okay. Yeah. 
That kid. No, 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 it wasn't. No, no, he wasn't the redhead. He was. He had like blondish hair. Okay. Yeah. So those two guys, and I clearly remember, like, like meeting them or seeing. No, no, them? no. I didn't like. I didn't go up to them, but I remember. Well, everyone was kind of going crazy, especially the girls and stuff. And you know, everyone was making rumors, like who was who's going to be there. And it was either Sam Rockwell or Keith Cogan says, oh, my God, Justin Priestley. And everyone went nuts. And they were laughing their asses off. I'm like, shut the F up. There's no Jason Priestley here. You know? <laughs> so, but I, I, too, I saw the two guys. I remember they had, you know, they're like on and they're running away laughing their heads off as the girls went crazy looking for Justin Priestley. Uh, so, there. That's Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley, sorry. Oh, yeah. And they also filmed at one of my – well, she wasn't my friend. She was a year younger than me. They, they filmed at her house. In her living room, and they're they're That's filming cool. that part where where they're all getting drunk. Wow, your area is famous, didn't you go to school? Wasn't there like a famous actor or someone that came from your area? Um, or maybe I'm thinking someone else. Maybe I might be thinking of the other guys that podcast with. But this guy, um, this Keith Coogan, he was. We were both right. He was in Adventures in Babysitting, and he was in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, okay, there you go. And he was in the uh, the classic Toy Soldiers. Do you remember Toy Soldiers? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was in a lot of things, uh, hiding out. Yeah, he was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could have filmed. I don't know if they ever did it at my high school, but um, yeah, the after-school specials they had. Uh, golly, they were around forever. They went into um, all right. The AIDS episode was called "Just a Regular Kid: An AIDS Story." Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, teenager Kevin Cassio discovers he's been affected with AIDS by blood transfusion. Co-starring Florence Henderson, uh, oh, wow. who is uh, Mrs. Brady, yep. and Ronnie Cox, who was the police chief in Beverly Hills Cop. Wow! As Kevin's parents, featuring Lewis and Kevin. Wow! This this ABC After School special started in 1972, yep. and ended in 1997. Wow! I didn't think it went that late into the 90s. I didn't know it was that early in the 70s. That's crazy! Yeah. Holy crap! 1972. Let me see if I was born yet. What was the first episode? Does it say? A, a specific date? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, those are cool episodes. All I remember, though, is watching those shows. I just remember they were just downers. Yeah, every single one of them was down. That's probably why I didn't watch too many of them. Yeah. They were all depressing. Well, you had to, I guess the only way to learn a lesson is to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually kind of true, you know, when you... When you equate a, a negative emotion to something, you, you, can, you tend to remember it longer. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but they did. They had them for. I mean, some of them were cheesy, especially as you got older. Like, you know, the way they would act, the way they would portray high school kids, especially with like Drake and stuff like that. The things they would say, but you know, you kind of get the uh, you kind of got the gist. <laughs> other hmm? uh, live action shows other than cartoons, um, you brought up a couple earlier uh, before the show. Yeah, I remember. Uh, for some reason, cartoons would end at five o'clock, and. Um, I remember on Picks for a long time they, they played Little House on the Prairie reruns, and I loved that show. That was like the first hour show I ever watched. Oh yeah, I remember being like eight years older or watching it. Like I wouldn't watch Dallas or any other stuff, but for whatever reason I watched Little House. Um, and then you know later you know as I got older it was on in reruns on uh, Channel Eleven. And then I, I know there were other shows and I can't remember them, but the ones that stick out in my mind are Little House on the Prairie, and then later a few years later you'd get reruns of Twenty One Jump Street oh, wow. at five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. But then also, I remember watching, this might have been on Channel 5, because um, you would get like two hours from like 5 to 6, I think. I mean, 5 to 7. Um, Gilligan's Island, Greenland. I mean, there's a reason, like, I know all these shows from the 60s. Uh, Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island, I Dream of Jeannie. Right. Uh, all these shows, you know, New Heart, they would just be on as reruns in the afternoon after the cartoons. I think Little House on the Prairie should be must-watch TV for young kids. That's my point of view. Yeah, well, we were talking about, I mean, there were some serious episodes. There were some silly ones, but there were some really super serious ones. <laughs> um, I could I could, I could, rattle off at least 10 different um, plots of, of different episodes. But uh, I did have a little crush on um, Melissa Gilbert. Oh, did you back really? Back in the day. Yeah, yeah I, did. I did really good. Who did it? Yeah, well, some people went for Mary, but I went for Melissa. <laughs> nope, nobody went for Nellie. <laughs> And Miss Beetle. I thought Miss Beetle was the prettiest teacher ever. <laughs> Miss Beetle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah well, it, some of those are hard to watch now, too. They, the thing is, it's kind of like 70s movies. They move really slow they, to get to their point. 
that was a norm. Yeah, that's because it's definitely not like that now. So I think we've been kind of trained to to be impatient right. when it comes to our movies and stuff now. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that was the norm. So uh, I, yeah, you're right. I think Little House, every, every one of those shows had a message. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. You know, Pa Ingalls was like everybody's dad. Right. I mean, to think that you had a, I mean, all the hardships those, those the kids had to go through just to go to school. You right. know, like getting up so early and then walking and snowstorms that would kill you. you yeah, know? like or you know, the dad was always out of work or the crops would fail and sure. Yeah, all sorts of crazy things are happening. Yeah, no, that that that's, that's I think that's a must must watch for for kids today to watch. Yeah, I've never read. It. Have you ever read any of the books? You know, I didn't, but my daughter read all the books when she was at, right. at a very young age. She did. Oh, tell tell that story that you told me after she read them. She thought what? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> this is cute. Yeah, I, I said this a couple of times. The fact that my daughter, you know, she was very young when she read these books and watched the TV shows, and she she understood that when I was a kid, that that's how I grew up. Like I grew right. up, like going to school, I had horse and carriage and stuff. Like no, no, I'm not that old. Come on. <laughs> I mean, she gets it today, but you know, that's that was her thinking back. Then. That's cute. That that's cute. Yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> that you're on that you're on a covered wagon and <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got water from a well <laughs> yeah how would she know, she know. <laughs> and your grandma needed all and your mother needed all your clothes yeah that's, that's funny cool. well she calls me papa so she got that going do you call a half pint no i don't call a quarter pounder <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what half pint was until i was like an adult <laughs> I, I like I didn't connect the two. I knew what a pint was. I knew what half a pint was, but I never, I never connected. I was like, "Why? What a weird thing to call your daughter." But all right. <laughs> and then when she got older and got married, you just called her name's been Laura Ingalls her whole life, and then he starts calling her Beth because her middle name I think was Elizabeth. I'm like, I link down with that. <laughs> oh, did they do that? Yeah, he's uh, when when she got married, because she got married at like 15 or something like that, or 16. Um, her middle name was Elizabeth, so the husband started calling her Beth. No, he was the only one that did it. Oh, okay, I got you. But I was like, Beth, this is nonsense. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, Inspector Gadget. Were you a fan of Inspector Gadget? I think Inspector Gadget, I feel like it was the first cartoon I would watch every afternoon. Like, it was on at 3.30 or 4 o'clock or something like that. Right. And it would really kind of, it was like an amuse-bouche. Like, I, was, I didn't hate Inspector Gadget, but... You know, it made me laugh every once in a while. Um, so I didn't mind watching it. But I remember it was like something I had to watch to get to Transformers and G.I. Joe and Voltron and things like that. What was that. the name of the bad guy? Was it Claw? Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. You know who did the voice for that? I do not. The the dad from Fresh Prince. Did he really? Yeah. In the cartoon? Sure. Yeah. That's amazing. I'll get you gadgets. <laughs> That could be wrong. Yeah, and Penny, Penny did all the work. She did. And what was the name of the dog? Was it Brain? Bruh. Mm, no. Was it Brain? It might have been Brain. Let me see. Brain. Yeah, Brain's a dog. Pet dog. Um, Yeah, no, that was a cool show. I like that one. That was a fun one. Yeah, and it was Don Adams from Get Smart was the, was the voice of Inspector Gadget. Which is genius, if you really think about it. Oh, yeah. You know? Being that he had his own spy show, a mock of like 007 stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, guess what? It was ahead of its time. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a, what you would call it. It was a, um, it was a Mel, Mel Brooks uh, joint. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, he created that show. Whoa. Uh, get, get I didn't smart. know that yep. one. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Mel Brooks. Excellent. That's a great one. Yeah, guess what? It was funny. Anyway, so yeah, there was. Uh, it was really a great time to be growing up because, you know, we got not not only did we get these new 80s cartoons, and, and there were things like. Tom, see, I'm, I'm trying to remember when. Because Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes are definitely on. Always. In the afternoon. Yeah, always. Always. And Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Always. Right, Bugs Bunny, Daffy, that all was like them. a staple, and um, all that stuff was pre like the Looney Tunes, the Tom and Jerry's. I, a lot of that stuff was pre 
when we were born or, or when we were too young, but the reruns kept them alive. I mean, that's why they're so, they're still in the culture today. Like, I'm still shocked when one of my, uh, you know, I run into a kid or whatever and they know who Tom and Jerry is or they know who, who um, Bugs Bunny and Daffy are because I don't, I don't see them on TV anymore. Right. Um, but somehow they still find them. It's, it's really, it's really kind of shocking to me when, when I run to uh, kids that I, you know, I'm not related to and, and they know, um, they know things I would think would be too obscure to them. Like, you know, they'll know He-Man or something. Like, well, how do you guys know that? You know, but yeah, the stuff's on, um, the stuff's on Netflix and things like that. So, but the Looney Tunes, we were, we were fortunate enough because we got to see all the Looney Tunes because right. they, like now they censor some out with good reason. Um, but I think as kids, unless you're taught that, I didn't, I didn't see it as racist. Like I didn't, I didn't see their portrayals of, of certain of the stereotypes they use. I didn't I didn't want to make move that on to the to the real world. You know what I mean? I right. Just, I saw it more as caricatures, like a funny way of, of looking at things. Um, but I mean, some of the I, I could definitely t- tell you that some of my sense of humor, a large chunk of my sense of humor comes from my father, but also from things like the Looney Tunes cartoons and Abbott Costello movies and Three Stooges movies and and um, Martin and Lewis movies, just that kind of stuff. I think. You know, the TV shows of the 80s or when I my TV watching habits of the 80s definitely shaped the person I am now. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely tell you that much. I remember in physics class, uh, my physics teacher put up a show of, you know, while E. Coyote and Roadrunner. And he said, all right, now take a piece of paper and we're going to watch this show. And you have to write down all the laws of physics that they break. And like, right. good Lord, I mean, from the opening scene, like none of this makes sense. You know, like, you'll see, like, Wally Coyote run off the cliff. He'll look, you know, he's off the cliff. He's looking down. He looks up, holds up the hold side. Up the side. <laughs> right? Oh. It's, it's suspended for X amount of time, yeah. Right. Yeah. But then there's, uh, which is funny because it's it's a, it, it's something that kind of even worked its way into, um, in, into, uh, Captain America's Civil War. Remember when Spider-Man says to his shield? He's about Cap Shields. Like this thing does not obey the laws of physics oh, at all. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's that little wink. It's like, yeah, we know it's you know, you're watching a superhero, an expensive superhero movie, um, but it's cartoonish in its own way. You know, you don't think about it, but it's it's cartoonish because yeah, the shield is doing whatever it wants it to do. Right. Um, you know, Iron Man's armor can do and make whatever it wants to do. Yeah, they're they're constantly not obeying the laws of physics in those movies, <laughs> but Looney Tunes is is great for that. Um, just some of the fun and and the thing is now as an adult you realize how much adult humor um was in it that just went by you as a kid you know as a kid you liked when 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 elmer fudd would you know bugs would make elmer fudd shoot himself or something like that or 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 make daffy duck blow himself up that's what you're laughing at but then there's little lines and quips and stuff that if you're unless you're an adult you don't get it you know and that you know that went to her uh later and which created a greater understanding when I was a little more mature uh, with things like Tiny Toon Adventures and Animaniacs because there's a lot of adult humor in this. Tons, But, you know, but you can appreciate them as a kid too because they're doing kid things. But then there's lines and quips and jokes that are are specifically there for the adults. Right. Yeah, so. You know, it was weird. There was even uh, a show, two shows on. One of them was called Ghostbusters and the other one was called The Real Ghostbusters. Do you remember that? No, I could be wrong. That could be Saturday morning, though. I think, yeah, I think those might have been, or one, I think, which is the real Ghostbusters? The movie one? The movie one was the real Ghostbusters. Right. I think they were Saturday morning, and I think the other Ghostbusters was weekdays, mornings, I think. But I remember reading or watching a YouTube thing on this. Now, the the issue was that uh, the ones called Ghostbusters that had the monkey or the, or yes. the ape. Yes. Or the gorilla, whatever he was. Um they were the original Ghostbusters. They were like a TV show from like the early late sixties, early seventies. Oh, okay. And that, that didn't do well. It was like out for a year or two or whatever, and it went away. And then this came out, and then to capitalize on this, they rebooted the the old Ghostbusters as a, as a new cartoon. Um, so when when they wanted to make a movie Ghostbusters cartoon, they had to tack the world word real in front of it so people would and i the funny thing is as a kid i remember being confused by that i'm like oh there's gonna be a ghostbusters cartoon i'm like what am i watching (laughs) (laughs) we got a talking gorilla and such a craziness none of this makes sense to me right um 
Yeah, did you watch them? I didn't. I had a friend that really liked the real Ghostbusters. I couldn't get into it. I watched it. I didn't, I don't remember loving it. I just remember liking it. Right. You know. Um, yeah, that's about it. It was weird because Egon didn't look like Egon at all. He was tall. He was blonde. Right. Yeah. yeah it, it was just. I don't know. It was just didn't jive with what I knew Ghostbusters to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I mean, Arsenio, Arsenio Hall did the voice for uh, uh, Winston. Oh, did he really? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Facts. I like that. That's cute. <laughs> you like facts? <laughs> there was, uh, whatchamacallit, though? Who's that guy? Uh, who's the guy? Chuck Norris. Karate Commandos. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He had that. And there was a Mr. T show also. Well, this is the thing that happened, because with the deregulation, now everybody that wanted to sell a toy started making a cartoon. So we got some pretty crappy cartoons because of that. You know, we did get uh, the Karate Commandos. Uh, we got the Sectars for like five episodes. We yeah. got um, we had Rambo, Rambo. We got Jason the Wheeled Warriors, um, Centurions. Centur- uh, Centurions is actually pretty decent. I like that show. The Centurions Power yeah. Extreme. I remember that show. It was on like I want to say like seven thirty in the morning for me. Right, and I was always pissed because I never saw the end of the shows because I had to go to school. And so I, I'd, I'd hold out to the very, very last second before I would bail. Yeah, I had I had things like that going on, too, with, um, I think, when they meet. Robotech used to come on, like, 6 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Then they moved to weekdays. And I, I think I, I recorded it because it came on around 7.30. And I'd have to leave for the bus around that time. Right. So, no. But then, you know, the VCR came out and life was good. There you go. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, man. I just wish I had. I, I just wish I had a better memory of what what time things came on, and I'm really. I feel like I'm missing something. That I really like to watch at five o'clock. I can't remember what it. Remember Barney Miller used to be on WPIX on the weekdays. Oh yeah, I remember Barney Miller. <laughs> um, <and> Fish. <laughs> Welcome back, Cotter. That's a Welcome back, Cotter. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was another one. Man, there was a lot of Chico and the Man. Oh, yeah. Sanford All these and things. Sons. Sanford and Son, yeah. What's happening? Um, oh, what's happening in good times? I man, love good times. Yeah. Love, what's happening was great too. It was. I still Jefferson's. say no, Roger. Every time I see a protest, I say no, Roger, no rerun, no red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Jeffersons. Uh-huh. All on reruns. Wow. Yeah. All good stuff. Different strokes, I think, at one point became a, a, a weekday show, right? Yeah, maybe. Probably. Facts of life too. Yeah. Yeah, I like what is all what how many hours in the day were there? We were watching all these things. <laughs> <laughs> well that's where it gets confusing because there's just so many things that went on throughout these years and then all of a sudden just stopped. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like it's hard to tell when what was on and how long. Like we might feel like well, it's funny, I look back at like when we did our G.I. Joe show. Um, uh, you know, you, you grow up, you think it was on for like five years. It was on for like two seasons, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, Judge Joe only had like eighty something episodes. Hmm. But, but you know, you watched it every day for years, and you're like, oh my god, this thing's. But that's the thing, also. We saw the same episodes so many times. You know, we had this. We kind of brought this up when we talked to Amazing Friends. Spider Man's Amazing Friends is like there's only twenty something episodes, but you know, we we felt like it was on for like five years. Oh yeah. But yeah. we had seen so each episode so many times. I didn't right. bother. It's like now a rerun comes on, I change the channel. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Unless it's The Office. <laughs> oh, you know, there's one show I used to watch. I used to like. I look forward to uh, Heathcliff. Did, did you ever watch that one? I do remember Heathcliff and, and uh, Top Cat. Top. Who's he with? Riff Raff. Remember? Riff Raff. That's it. Ooh, Are good there, one. There were two separate shows. Good right? one. Uh, maybe. Like they were part of the same half hour, but they were two like. They didn't blend into each other. Like, Riff Raff was never on Heathcliff's show. I have to look this one up. I don't know. I don't remember if it had a separate show. Or maybe it was part he- of the show. Heathcl- Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. You gotta be kidding. Is that what it was called? That does yeah, not ring a bell. It's not Cadillac. It's Cat-a-lack. <laughs> well, I don't remember that title. I thought it was just called Heathcliff. I think we just called it Heathcliff. Uh, yeah, there's... Who's the um? I remember Riff Raff. He was like this badass 
<laughs> cat guy. Well, yeah, he thought. Well, he had he had a in a girlfriend yeah, there was, too. There's Mungo and Spike. Oh yeah. Was Sonya the girlfriend no, or Marcy? Maybe. I forget. But yeah, the girl. I mean, for a cat, she was pretty cute. Actually, yeah. she was very she was very shapely as a cat. <laughs> yeah, I remember Heathcliff. Oh, yeah. I always thought Heathcliff was a a, a Garfield ripoff. Right. Yeah. Well, funny thing, yeah, the funny thing is Heathcliff's girlfriend was like this, like a fat cat. White. Or, or white, yeah. Well, it, yeah, Heathcliff's girlfriend, she was... Yeah. And then you had Riffraff's girlfriend, who was very shapely. <laughs> okay. And, um... Yeah, I got this... Oh, man, look at this. Can I send this link to you? That's funny. I got this, I got this photo. Um, let me see if I can send it to you. What are you sending? It's the uh, it's the cast photo of the Heathcliff show. <laughs> Let me see. Um, Mungo, that's funny. Yeah, so I actually like the refresh better than Heathcliff. I think the show refresh better than Heathcliff. Um, oh, there it is. See it? No. Yep. You see what I'm looking at? No. Hold on a second. <laughs> I have to pull all these windows up. <laughs> all right. So you got Heathcliff and refresh. Oh yeah, I got it. Each other. And then you got Heathcliff's girlfriend next to him. You got Rufrat's girlfriend next to him. There you go. And then you got Mungo and the two other guys in the background. Um, I'll put this on Instagram. I don't know why, but I'm looking at Rufrat right now, and he's reminding me because he's got a cane too, right? He's reminding me of Ron Beddington. If that makes any kind of sense. That's hilarious. <laughs> Do you see it? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. That's funny. Ron Beddington, of course, of the Ron and Fez show. Oh. The best. Um, probably the best radio show ever. Yeah. Uh, which we should talk about sometime in the future. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, Heathcliff. I always thought Heathcliff was a, was a Garfield ripoff. And Garfield was on Saturday mornings. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. That's Heathcliff. funny. Oh, my God. I can't believe you pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah. That was on my list. <laughs> I, I remember feel. coming home from a football practice. So the Heathcliff Muffin must have been on at 4.30 maybe then. So I'd come with football practice ripoff. I remember taking off my uniform or just sitting there like in my uniform in the kitchen watching freaking Heathcliff and my mom <laughs> yelling at me, you get out of your stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Well, what else? So Alvin and Chipmunks, I used to, I don't know why, I used to love that show. Yeah. Um, We talked DuckTales and Rescue Rangers. Uh, Jim, we talked about My Little Pony too was one I would avoid. <laughs> it's like the Hasbro, because uh, GI Joe Transformers and My Little Pony were all Hasbro, I believe. I think Mask was Kenner, He Man was Mattel. I think Thundercats might have been Mattel too. Maybe. You know, so. None of these shows ever crossed over. You think He Man Thundercats would have been a great crossover? GI Joe Transformers crossed over in the comic books. I don't think they ever did in the cartoons. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... Maybe not. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But it would have, would have been nice. Right. Alright, so... That was a nice little walk down memory lane. It um, sure was. Yeah, the thing is... I, I hate sounding like that guy. The old guy of, like, things were better in my days, but... And they you were. Turn on, <laughs> you turn on TV now at, at, at 3, 30, 4 o'clock, it's... It's all garbage. It's like right. There's like a thousand judge shows on. Right. You know, and I'm just gonna pull. Up, I'm pulling up my, uh, you know, my uh, my not my TV guide. What's that called? My online. Well, TV guide. you know what became super popular was like shows like Jerry Springer. Those kind of like outlandish, shocking stories of right. <laughs> America's youth are a bunch of idiots. I mean, no, I'm I'm saying that people on TV, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shows. You don't you look you don't put on Maury or Springer to find the best the world has to offer. Right. Exactly. You know. So this is here. Let me quickly tell you. All right. What's on Fox Five now in the afternoon? After. All right. So let's say you get home at three thirty, right? Sure. At three thirty, you have the last half hour of People's Court. <laughs> Four o'clock for an hour, you have TMZ Live, and then you have news from five o'clock until six thirty. Where you get a half hour of TMZ again. Then you get uh, 7 o'clock page 6 TV. And then 7.30 Modern Family. That's Fox. Wow. Alright, now on channel 11, which is still WPIX, more or less. It's a CW, it's PX. 
At uh, 3 o'clock, you get the last half hour of Jerry Springer. And then at 4, you get the Steve Wilco show. Then you have news from 5 to 6.30. Um, tomorrow will be Jets pregame, but then they probably do news on non-football days. And then they're doing football starting at 7 tomorrow. So that's Monday. Um, and that's every day. Oh, usually it's it's two and a half men at 6.30 and the Goldbergs from 7 to 8. Well, you can see why streaming services have become like the new thing now. Yeah. You know, because you can get what you want, when you want, and uh, there's no rules or laws or regulations to prevent you from watching it. Right. Which is what happened to TV. And so they kind of like shot themselves in the foot. Well, I think, and I think with the, it's what happened with Saturday morning cartoons too. With the advent of Disney and uh, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, they're just like, why even try to play this game if there are three or four channels just devoted to cartoons? Right, right. Yeah, so I'm trying to find a uh, like Cartoon Network or whatever, see what's on at 3.30. Because who knows what kids are watching today. I well, at Cartoon Network, I always got the impression that it's like a round robin of every day, every week, it's always going to be something different. Because it's not like they're making anything new. They're just rehashing. Yeah, cart- no, Cartoon Network does. I mean, when Cartoon Network started, it was all old cartoons, but they, they do a lot of original stuff now. Right. Um, Disney does also. Like Disney, I told you, you know, the, the Rebels, and Star Wars Rebels and stuff was on. Um, the Marvel hero shows were on there. Um, I try to watch them. You know what I noticed? What, um, like, watching old episodes of cartoons, there's always music in the background. Oh, really? And, like... Like the Disney, the new Disney Marvel shows, I've tried to watch them, like the Spider-Man, yeah. but there's, there's music in the background, and I'm like, it's so distracting to me. And I was like, <laughs> was it like that when I was a kid? And then I watched like an old episode of Robotech, and they had music constantly in the background, but I never realized that as a kid. Hmm. Never realized they had background music in all these shows. Interesting. Yeah, it's just weird. Okay. Anyway. All right, so whatever. So it's definitely, the landscape has changed. Um, and I think that's why we can look back on it fondly now because it's something that's gone away. You know, it's not like our kids are, well, you know, our kids are watching um, PIX and, and WNEW or WNYW, whatever it was, um, you know, when they come home from school anymore. Like, what's your daughter to do after school? Uh, <laughs> well, there's a time period when she'd come home and I'd come home and then we put on the office. Oh, okay. We'd watch that. She can quote that show. On streaming, right? Streaming. Or, um, yeah, no, repeats. no, no. Okay. Yeah, we don't follow... Well, I don't think we follow anything after school. We would do something like that. Um, Good Place. But that's not that's not after school. But again, this is all streaming stuff. Right, it's all streaming. Yeah, so she doesn't really watch cartoons. You know, Kids Today, we mentioned this before, they're more into watching uh, YouTube. You know, um, just random things. Instagram, Snapchat, they're... Going through all their iPhone business. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, now Nickelodeon, I just found Nickelodeon. First of all, I had no idea, but Nickelodeon has four channels. They have Nick, Nick Toons, Teen Nick, and Nick Jr. Okay. Uh, so 3.30 on regular Nick is SpongeBob, and that's like an hour and a half. And then the Loud House, I don't even know what that is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is on Nick Toons, but I think that's the new turtle show, not the one we grew up on. Can I tell you, I, I did not let my daughter watch SpongeBob. Really? Yeah, I said if you watch a show, you're going to lose IQ points. You're actually going to get dumber watching this Why? Have you, have, have you watched it before? Yeah, or? I've watched SpongeBob. It's, it's, it's complete madness. <laughs> it is madness. It, there's, there's nothing. I don't know what it's you get. It's a madhouse. It is. Yeah, she was not allowed to watch that stupid show. Yeah, I, I've never sat through a whole episode of SpongeBob. I have no oh, idea. Oh, God, it's terrible. And then Disney has two channels, Disney and then Disney XD. Okay. Um, yeah. Pokemon's still around. Can you believe that? Probably. Season 21. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, right. I, I did a quick post on Instagram, just kind of reflecting my experiences when they filmed that TV show at my school. I did ask, have any of our followers seen a live action filming? Uh, Big Stupid Podcast. You know who that is. He yeah, said he saw, uh, yeah, your cousin. He said he saw a lot of The Sopranos being filmed. No, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. He that's, he lived in he grew up in North Arlington. That's pretty cool. And then uh, Hey GQ, he saw an episode of The Big Bang Theory a couple years ago. Oh. And uh, Gina Mobox saw uh, Ride Along Two in Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale, 2014. 
And a couple years ago, my wife and I went back home to New York, and we were downtown Manhattan, and we're in front of the the library. And right across the street, they're filming an episode of Glee, and we saw um, oh, what's her name, Michelle? Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle and one of her buddies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's tiny. Holy cupcake! She must be like five one, maybe. Oh yeah, she is. She is tiny. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, and then yeah, they kind of blocked the street. I, I've been pissed. If I was <laughs> had to go to New York City, I had to freaking block off of a road. But I guess that happens all the time. Uh, the only time I saw something being filmed, uh, I have to tell you this great story. All right. So I was working. I was just out of college. I was a uh, a, uh, a drug and alcohol counselor. And I was working in Trenton, New Jersey, with the capital city, working in a not such a great part of the city. Uh, and one of my, my clients comes in. And he's like, Jonathan, Jonathan, you got to come. Well, he's first of all, he's late. I'm like, dude, where were you? He's like, oh, was, they're filming a movie down the street. You got to come. You got to come. It's Joe Pesci. I said, what? He's like, it's Joe Pesci. It's Joe Pesci. Come on. I, he goes, I'm like, are you kidding me? And he goes, no, no. I met him. I talked to him. You got to come, man. You got to come meet Joe Pesci. I'm like, all right. So I follow him out there, and we're walking to where we're going. And I see, like, ca- a camera set up. I see, like, the, the lights are out. You know, like, movie lights are up. I'm like, holy crap, they're actually filming something. I'm getting close. I look around. I'm like, I don't see. I see, like, three people there. I see, like, the director and two actors. I'm like, what am I looking at here? And I'm like, uh, where's Joe Pesci? I'm like, are you sure it's Joe Pesci? Yeah, it's Joe Pesci. So we walk up to him. Right away, he taps his, this guy in the shoulder. And he's a tall guy. So I I know right away. I'm like, well, this is a Joe Pesci, right? He turns around and he goes, he goes, he goes, Joe, I want you to meet my friend Jonathan. The guy turns around. He extends his hand and I shake his hand and I look up at who am I staring at? Joe Pesci. Joe Piscopo. (laughs) I was so crestfallen. That's like hilarious. My face was just like, oh. I was like, hey, Joe, nice to meet you. That's hilarious. Uh, they were filming some kind of uh, – they weren't even filming a movie. They were filming like, like, a, like a, a, a public service announcement commercial right. about teen violence or something like that, like inner city teen violence or something like that. I was like, ah. Oh. We were walking away. I was like, dude, that's not Joe Pesci. It's Joe Piscopo. He's like, What's, what? That's <laughs> like, hilarious. Oh, you're killing me, dude. That's good. That's Joe cool. Piscopo. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Right. So that's my little story. You get Glee, I get Joe Piscopo. Yeah. I think we both lost. Sounds fair. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, Alan. I have a, uh, a gracias I want to give out. All right. Uh, gracias, as you know, is um, Lichtensteinian for uh, thank you. Wow. I went with the smallest country in the world today. Gotcha. And uh, we only have one today. Uh, we were saying gracias to... The people that favorite other podcasts on Anchor. And uh, we are saying gracias today to the Scripted Podcast. Woo-hoo. Which, if you listen to any of our shows, you know we are definitely not the Scripted Podcast. <laughs> um, so thank you for favoring us. We appreciate your support. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please like and review. Give us a five-star like and write a nice review for us. Um, we've been kind of stuck at the same number for a while there, and we appreciate those people that have reviewed. Um, but we want to get those reviews up so iTunes gives us a little bit more exposure. Um, yeah, we are. Alan, where can we be heard? We are on Anchor, Nerd and Me, Instagram, Nerd and Me. I'm pretty active on that one. Jonathan's on Facebook, Nerd and Me Podcast, Twitter, Nerd and Me Podcast, YouTube, Nerd and Me Podcast, BrothersInArmchairs.com. See, I did it, John. We have our other buddies on the shows, uh, Enter the Nerd Zone, Fat Guys in Little Coats, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, Defenders of the Realm. How about that? Sounds good. Very nice, Alan. <sighs> I guess. Anything else? Uh, nope. <laughs> if, you, if you had to, you know, you got your nieces and nephews. If you had to pick any one of those shows on, you know, the things, the ones that we talked about, which, which would you say would be the, the must-see amongst all of them? All right. Well, I think we'd have to take G.I. Joe and Transformers off that list because this is kind of not fair. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So if we're, talking, if we're talking just cartoons, 
Um, I think I would want them to watch... Oof. Looney Tunes. The original Looney Tunes. Good. I like it. I, yeah. I agree with that one. Yeah. Uh, live action, I agree with you. Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie. All right, there you go, kids. <laughs> Get out there and watch. See? <laughs> and now you know. And knowing it's half the battle. Till next time. <laughs> Martha. Peace. Peace.